It's the Kyle Hyman Show on Redeemer Radio. Judge someone how you would like to be judged. Mm-hmm. So how would you like to be judged? Nice. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Catholicism with my kid. Hey guys, I'm Sebastian Hyman. So Sebastian, what are we talking about today? Well, I was looking forward to reading something called Matthew chapter 7, uh-huh. verse 25. No, 1 through 5. Oh yeah, okay. Sorry about that. Did you read it already? Yes. It's about like being judged. Yeah. Does it say that's a good thing to judge others? Judge someone how you would like to be judged. Mm-hmm. So how would you like to be judged? Nice. Nicely? Mm-hmm. Okay. You want people to be merciful and forgive you? Yeah. Uh-huh. But does that mean let you get away with anything? No. Okay. See, I think sometimes people stop before that how you want to be judged. And it just says, stop judging that you may not be judged is verse one. But it doesn't stop there. It, it continues. No. Yeah. Judge how you'd like to be judged, which would mean fairly. Yes. Mercifully. But also there's times that we do need to be judged. We do need people to point out when we make mistakes, but they need to do it in a kind way. Yeah. And love us. It talks about your eye. Do you remember the, yeah, you the example? Yeah, you pull a splinter from your brother's eye. Uh-huh. Ugh. Creepy. Yeah, does it say to do that? Take a splinter out of your brother's eye? Or not to do that? No. Why? Well, yes, actually. I think you take the splinter out of your brother's eye because, well, you love him. Okay. But it says, why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eye and you don't even notice the beam in your own eye? Do you see what Jesus is setting up here? This is Jesus talking this whole time, by the way. If I say to you, Sebastian, why are you worried about Frank having a splinter in his eye when you've got a beam, or some of the translations say a plank? You have a plank in your eye. What do you, you mean? You're worried plank? about his his splinter. What do you mean plank? If I said I had a plank of wood, what would you imagine? Like you're carrying a plank of wood. How big of a piece of wood is a plank? Normal size, about like, uh. Four to five feet plank. A four, a four foot plank or a five foot plank. Yeah. So you have a plank that's four or five feet long in your eye, and you're worried about somebody else having a splinter in his eye. How would I have a four or five feet plank? Well, he's exaggerating maybe a little bit, but he's pointing out you're worried about somebody else making a little mistake when you're making some big mistakes. And he says you're a hypocrite when you do that. Have you ever heard the word hypocrite? No, what does it mean? It means somebody who tells other people to stop doing something, but they're doing it themselves. Oh. So if I say, stop cheating, but I'm cheating myself. Like, if I'm trying to teach you not to steal things, but I'm stealing, I'm not setting a good example and I'm being a hypocrite because I'm not, I'm not doing what I'm telling you to do, right? Yeah. And Christians get accused of being hypocrites a lot because we tell people... Not to sin, but we sin ourselves. Because everybody sins. Right. But that doesn't excuse our sin. And it doesn't mean that we can treat other people poorly because they have sins too. Right. Yeah. So 
Jesus doesn't say that we shouldn't remove a splinter from somebody else's eye. If somebody's doing something wrong, we should share that with them. But Mm -hmm. he does say first to take the plank out of your own eye before you help somebody else with their splinter. So he doesn't say don't take out the splinter at all. But first, we need to take care of our own sin. We need to deal with our own failings. I'm understanding it now. Yeah, yeah. Before we start accusing other people and pointing out their faults. Because sometimes, especially to the people that he's talking to, they're being hypocrites. So he's talking to them and says, you first need to take care of your planks. You need to take care of the big problems that you're dealing with before you start pointing out other people's problems. I get it now. But also to realize that we are all sinners, like you said earlier. Yeah. Right? To not think, I am perfect. I have got nothing wrong with me. But look at you over there, a sinner. Right? We need to say, look, we're all sinners. We all make mistakes. I need help. You need help. I need forgiveness. You need forgiveness. How can we help grow in holiness together? And the more holy we can live our lives the more we'll be able to help other people. So the last line there is, verse 5 says, You hypocrite, remove the wooden beam from your eye first, then you will see clearly to remove the splinter from your brother's eye. So we need to have God forgive us. We need to go to confession. We need to be sorry for our sins. We need to repent of them before we can help others. The, The footnote in my Bible, do you know what footnotes are? No. Okay, so the Bible is divided up into books and chapters and verses, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're in the book of Matthew. The chapter is chapter 7, and we're starting with verse 1 through 5. Uh-huh. Okay? In addition to these texts here, the verses of the Bible, the chapters of the Bible, there's notes at the bottom of the page called footnotes because they're down on the foot of the page. Uh-huh. The footnotes. And this gives you extra explanation to the readings. So the version I have here is called the New American Bible. And in the footnote of it, it has a little explanation for that first line. Matthew 7, verse 1 says, Stop judging that you may not be judged. And it says in the footnote, This is not a prohibition against recognizing the faults of others, which would hardly be compatible with other things in the Bible, Mm -hmm. including (laughs) verse 5, where it says, Remove the plank from your eye so that you can remove the splinter from your brother's eye. It does say, you can help out. You can, yeah. quote, judge others. This isn't a prohibition against recognizing the faults of others, but against passing judgment in a spirit of arrogance, forgetful of one's own faults. We need to remember that we have our own faults and we shouldn't be arrogant. Do you know what that word means? No. Uh, arrogant would be thinking that I'm better than you. Oh, that's like vain, right? Vain, yeah, vanity in a way. But it's saying, I'm better than you. You're doing this sin. You're a bad person. I'm a good person. But instead, we should realize, no, we are all created good. We're in the image of God. We make mistakes. We make sins. And we're all trying to get to heaven. And even if people don't realize that they should be trying to get to heaven, like God is still loving them and can work through them. So we shouldn't set ourselves above other people, put ourselves up on a pedestal thinking that we are are better, but we should be humble, realize our faults, 
try to become holy ourselves before we try to help others become holy. Right. And if we're pointing out somebody's sin because we want them to be a better person, not to do it in a mean way. I think we see this a lot. A lot of people are like, oh, those people are so bad because they do this, right? Or you're so bad because you do this. Have you heard stuff like that? Yeah. But instead to say, look, I, I don't have it all together. I make mistakes too. You know, I, I've been trying to work on this and maybe that's something you want to work on too. Yeah. A lot of times it's not just what we say, but how we say it. Mm-hmm. And if we say things in a mean way, then it's mean. But you could That's say the bad. same thing in a kind way. And it would be kind. And it'd be kind. Yeah. So do you think you have any splinters or beams in your eye? Yeah. It's flaws. It's mistakes, right? But we work on that. Every day. Every day you work on it or every day you make mistakes? Make mistakes and work on it. Both. Good. All right. What's the moral of the story? Love somebody as you would want to be loved. Okay, good. Treat somebody that you would want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And help your sins before you help others' sins. Remove the plank and then remove your brother's splinter. Uh, one of the things that you talked about, and maybe we can talk about this in the future, the golden rule, that's verse 12. Matthew chapter 7, verse 12. So that's just shortly after this, they talk about the golden rule. Maybe that'll be on next time. <laughs> Listen in. All right. Well, that's it today, folks. We'll see you next time on Catholicism with my kid. <laughs> Think that was good? Yeah. <laughs>